Hello Habit Mechanics, it's Dr John Finn here. I hope you're having a fantastic week so far. Welcome to a shorter episode of the Habit Mechanic podcast. Remember, you can listen to live episodes of the Habit Mechanic podcast inside the Habit Mechanic University app, where you can ask us questions live and we will answer you during the live streamed podcast. Inside the app, you can also access your Habit Mechanic Toolkit. You can also watch our live masterclasses and join our live Change Challenge coaching sessions. You can download the app for free. In this short podcast, Dr. John Finn explains how to use a Habit Mechanic tool called the Daily T-Plan. It's based on cutting-edge science and is simple to use. It only takes two minutes to complete. The T-plan has three steps. The first step is all about making it easier for you to do intelligent self-watching. So it's just a simple continuum out of 10. uh, 10 means you were perfect. One means you failed. And the first question is, how well did you do your best to be your best and achieve your goals yesterday? And, you know, if you're doing this in the afternoon and yesterday's too far to think back to, just answer that same question, but for so far today. So straight away, instead of just thinking yesterday was great or it was rubbish, you are thinking in a more detailed and accurate way. And the focus point is how well did you do to do your best? It's not about anything else. It's just about you and the effort that you put in, because that's what we can ultimately control. How much effort did we put in to doing our best? So it's a simple question, but it's loaded with behavioral science, uh, insights from behavioral science that that we know drive what we do. What I really like about the Habit Mechanic University app is seeing other people's T-plans, because it brings it to life. So try to share as many examples in the book, in the chapter one as we can, but ultimately you could probably write an entire book about T-plan examples. But actually live in the app every day, people are sharing their plans. And also those that are generous to actually generous enough to share their plans, you can see over time how they're tweaking, refining, learning. Because that's another key thing about the T-plan is it's a daily thing. I mean, I, I do it on work days, um, although I do benefit if I do it at the weekend as well, it's just, I suppose I've habitualized myself quite well now um, to doing the things that I want to do. And the daily tea plan, like all um, having mechanic tools, I see them, they're a little bit like stabilizers. It's like when you're trying to learn to ride a bike, they'll, they give you some stability and they help you to practice the things that are gonna be most helpful for you. And they allow you to make it, it makes it easier to keep practicing them so you habitualize them um, so that when you start to build really good habits in an area, it's not essential that you do a T plan for that particular thing every day. But then you might shift your T plan into something else. Yeah, I, 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 what I'd like to say, I mean, what I would say to you, John, is I mean, um, you, you, you guide people, as I say, as I was saying, to think about things like their sleep, their diet, their exercise in terms of how well they did to be their best, those things all, all, all play a role in that. So, so those that's your initial guiding 
point, correct me if I'm wrong, but then as you, as you said, people start to develop their own understanding of themselves through, through self-watching. Um, would, would that be a fair summary of, of the, the way that you familiarise and start to help people use this tea plan? Yeah, that's a great point, Andrew. The idea of that question, how well did you do your best to be at your best? It's a different question. We don't ask us. We don't normally ask ourselves that. So it switches on our prefrontal cortex. It makes us think in a different way. And yeah, so the way I judge myself is when I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about my, how well did I sleep? What did I eat? How well did I exercise? Because I understand how important those things are for good brain function. How productive was I? How efficient and effective was I with the use of my time? Um, how helpful was I to others? So I'm actually asking myself on a daily basis, how well did I do to be at my best? How well did I do to help others to be at their best? And I'm also asking myself, how well did I do to be a good human being? Because I think if I can score highly across those three areas, then I'm in, I'm in pretty good shape. So yeah, the more the more we revisit that that daily question, the more we're going to be learning about ourselves and developing what we call our habit mechanic intelligence. And this is a never-ending journey. I, I've, I, I wrote this book over the last 20 years, and I'm still learning about myself because it's a never-ending journey. And when I, I, I actually listened back to the, this chapter yesterday, chapter one on the uh, audio book, and it made me think of some different things about this tool and this approach that I haven't thought of before. Because when I listened to it yesterday, I knew some things and experienced some things that I hadn't experienced the last time I listened to it. So this is real evergreen material. Um, it's not something that you just read once and that's it. So, so you give yourself the score. That's step one. Step two is to create a tiny empowering action. For me, empowerment is really important. We know that, well, for me, the most compelling a motivational theory is self-determination theory and academic theories that are a bit like models of cars so you know there are lots of motivational theories out there i would say that the self-determination the uh, theory model is the best most sleekest model it's like the telsa uh car if you like um that's the way i think about theory academic theories and we know that if we've made the decision, so self-determination is on a continuum. One end of the continuum is I've chosen to do this because I want to do it. And that's the most powerful form of motivation. The other end of the continuum is coercion. I'm doing this because I'm being forced to, to do it. I'm telling you to do it. You've got to do it. You, you quickly give up um, when you're coerced to do something. When it's When you're making the decision and you're powered by um, your choice, then you're much more likely to persist. And all the having mechanic book is framed in that way. There's nothing that I'm telling you to do. There's nothing prescriptive about the having mechanic approach. And the language is framed very deliberately. You'll see a lot that there's, if not hundred, if not thousands, definitely hundreds of uh, using the phrase. If it's helpful, if it's helpful to you. Because if it's not helpful to you, don't do it. That, you know, that's the thing. So tiny, empowering action. What, what are you going to choose based on what you understand about 
you being at your best that's going to help you to do a little bit better today. Um, and the examples that I give in the book are just, and again, people can be tempted to go too big with this stuff. You've got, you've got to keep it really tiny. Things like only check the news once today. Things like the one the one that I I use every day is create a willpower story. But other things like writing a reflect positive reflection at the end of the day, going for a five-minute walk at lunchtime, eating a piece of fruit with breakfast, just picking one tiny uh, thing. And the act of writing that down or typing it out is so key to helping us to get it done. And that's another... I suppose invisible factor of creating a T-plan is that you're writing down something or you're typing it out, you're committing to it. And by doing that, you are just making it easier for yourself to remember the thing that you wanted to do. Um, and therefore you're more likely to do it. So you're switching on your neocortex is how we'd explain it. So we rate ourselves out of 10. Step three is explain why. Yeah, I was going to say, John, um, when you do read the book, you, 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 it's just three steps to do it, to, to create a T plan. Um, you've done the self-watching, as you call it, rate yourself. You've stated your tiny empowering action. Why, why is that a part of, I was going to ask, why is that, uh, that, that explanation, that stating of, of why your, your tiny empowering action will benefit you? Why is that necessary? Yeah, great question. If we go back to the action factors, Personal motivation is one of those factors. The core tool we use to help people to activate their personal motivation, which is chapter 16 in the book, um, is the FAM story iceberg. And we're going to... Um, that You're going to be able to do that in the app as well, create your FAM story iceberg. So the... The Family Story Iceberg allows people to really harness the power of goals and connecting their long-term goals with their medium-term goals to their short-term goals. And we already talked about goal, you know, goal setting can be done really poorly or it can be done really well. And we know that one of the criteria to do goal setting really well is to make our goals really meaningful. And a really quick way to make goals meaningful is to ask why times five. So I might say, for example, in the distant future, uh, I want to have enough money to buy a, a house in that part of town. And you might say, well, why is that important? Well, that's the best school, school district in town. Well, why is that important? Well, I want to give my kids the chance to go to the best school they can. Well, why is that important? Well, I want to be the best parent that I can be. Well, why is that important? Well, I don't want to look back um, in 10 years and regret that I didn't give my kids the best chance to go to the best school. So all of a sudden, um, you know, being efficient and effective today so that I can have a better chance of getting the pay rise this year so I can have a better chance of um, saving up enough money to buy a house in that part of time becomes much more meaningful. Now, of course, we're trying to make the T plan process as easy for, as possible for people to do. Um, and you can do the tea plan easily in two, in two minutes once you get up and running with it. Um, in fact, you can do it in, in under two minutes. But the reason that step three is why is to make your tea, your tiny power in action, more meaningful and therefore you'll be more likely to do it. 
and the more you understand about your your fam story or bigger goals, the easier it will be for you to complete the why. Also, the why is allowing you to activate some of the reward and penalty systems, another one of the nine action factors. And I go into the nine action factors in loads of detail in chapter 18 in the book. Um, and in fact, we have a webinar coming up on the 22nd of February where I'm going to talk about the nine action factor model. Um, we'll put a sign up link to that free webinar on February the 22nd in the show notes um, if you haven't seen it already. But yeah, the reward and penalty system factor is also partially being activated by answering the why question. Um, I think it certainly activates some of the other factors as well. But that that's the neuro that's some of the neuroscience behind why why is um, the third part of the plan. Yeah, and I think I, I notice in the book, um, interestingly, obviously now you've taken us through the three steps, um, and that that. Um, hopefully something people can implement and but with any new thing I guess people might be slightly confused or, or intimidated perhaps when they're trying to implement something in their life that's new but you make the point in the in the book that um, you, you improve your use of this the more you use it that, that's that's another invisible benefit if you like you get better at tea planning um, the more you do it. Yeah because we get good at what we practice but also Every day, the T plan challenges us to think about ourselves in an intelligent way. It challenges to do intelligent self-watching. We're not wired for this. We're wired for... So we're... Most people probably just listening to what we're saying now, but we can see each other, Andrew, because we're recording this for YouTube as well. And we can see each other almost in 2020 vision. When it comes to understanding ourselves and looking looking at ourselves, it's nowhere near 2020 vision. You know, we're partially blind to how we think and how we feel. You know, so you might have a, a rumbling in your stomach. Is that, are you hungry? Have you got something wrong down there? Are you just a bit tired? We don't, we can't read ourselves that well, but we're only going to get better at understanding ourselves and seeing ourselves by thinking about ourselves and developing our ability to understand our emotions and regulate our emotions. You know, emotional regulation is, is the core psychological construct that runs throughout the, the habit mechanic uh, book and the tougher minds approach. So we're going to get better at understanding ourselves if we revisit this daily, but also we're going to get better at establishing the behaviors that we practice. If you do the T plan, it's going to be a much faster and more reliable way to be your best. 